Music with a message on KFUO, the messenger of good news. I'm Gary Duncan. This is the Midday Moments program. It's time now for our moment in creation with Pastor Warren Worth of Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Arnold, Missouri. Good afternoon, Pastor Worth. Good afternoon, Gary. We have the Missouri Conservationist Magazine, which is free to residents of the state of Missouri. And I think you can subscribe even if you're not in the state of Missouri. It's a wonderful magazine with wonderful uh, color photos, and it's about all the animals of our wonderful state and um, plants and so forth as well. It's very well done, a very nicely done magazine. And the issue that is uh, volume 82, which is for May of 2021, has an article in the middle called Tiny Tanks. The nine-banded armadillos are tough, tenacious, and everywhere, but mainly on the side of the road. It was written by Jill Pritchard. And after I read her article, I thought I would check a couple of others just for comparison. So you can also find an article about armadillos at answersingenesis.org. The one up in front of me was written by Margaret Helder. And there's also uh, an article on Wikipedia, which most people can find without any trouble. So anyway, what about these uh, little critters? Well, they're actually they're mammals. You know, they, they're funny looking. Uh, they have eyes that look kind of like a pig, they have a tail that looks kind of like a rat, ears that are kind of like a mule, and they're covered in armor, which reminds one of an alligator or a dinosaur, but they're actually little mammals uh, in the same uh, family as uh, anteaters and sloths. There are some resemblances to those critters as well. And they mainly come from South America, and up until the late 1800s, that's the only place you found them. But they crossed the Rio Grande River in 1880, and then they have been moving steadily northward over the years, expanding their territory. And uh, they're just fascinating things that God has made. So let's talk a little bit about them here. When I was younger, and I grew up in Missouri, I live across the river now in Illinois, but I grew up in Missouri, and I don't remember seeing armadillos when I was younger, but now when I'm driving through the state of Missouri, I see so many of them uh, on the side of the road, as they said. <laughs> so uh, it seems yeah. like they're traveling. <laughs> they, they, they are traveling. They're moving their way north, definitely. They, I agree. When I first moved to Missouri 30 years ago from Nebraska, I had heard about armadillos from Texas, but we didn't have them here. And now they are here, and you see them as roadkill a lot. You do once in a while see a living one in your backyard as well, or out in the woods. But part of the reason that they are roadkill is one of their defense mechanisms. These little creatures, which are, what, a couple of feet long and weigh up to, what, 15 pounds thereabouts, uh, one of their defense mechanisms is that they jump, and they can jump straight up, like, three feet, (laughs) which is amazing. You look at them, and with their short little legs, you didn't think they could do that, but they jump straight up three feet, which is helpful if you were trying to escape an animal predator, but not as helpful when they're afraid of a car and they jump up and then the car hits them or the truck. Right. And uh, that's why you see so many of them alongside the road, because that defense mechanism isn't so useful when it comes to vehicle traffic on the highways. But uh, they're, they're tough. Their outer shell is made out of a bony substance that is covered with uh, keratin, which is the same thing that our hair and nails are made out of on humans, and rhino horns are made out of the same kind of thing. So it's a, a very tough shell, and they're able 
it, it even covers their tail and their head, so they're very well protected. The only part that isn't uh, covered with those tough scales is their underside, their belly, and they're able to roll up kind of like a roly-poly to protect themselves uh, in, in that event. But they usually don't do that. They, they have other ways of defending themselves. Like I said, one thing is to jump up, and their jumping up in the air startles their uh, predators in such a way that give them a couple of seconds to get away, and they're very fast. They can get away very fast. They have long claws and are able to dig themselves in the in the ground very, very quickly. They can dig a hole and bury themselves uh, quicker than you can say it. They also are able to swim and to float, which is kind of surprising. They were kept south of the border, south of the Rio Grande, for a long time, it seems, but then they crossed, and it turns out that these creatures, which are too heavy to float on their own with that heavy shell, actually are able to suck in a lot of air, fill their stomach and their intestines to make them more buoyant, and so they can actually float and swim across the top of the water to get to the other side. But also they're able to hold their breath for a number of minutes. So if they want to, they can just go to the bottom and and walk across on the bottom of the river. So they're resilient that way. Mostly they eat insects and uh vegetation. They also have a long sticky tongue in order to uh, eat a bunch of ants and termites and, and such things. They are amazing creatures that God has made. And again, when you think evolution, people want to try to explain everything by evolution. Evolution doesn't really do a good job of explaining these creatures, but understanding them as specially created by God certainly does fit into what we see. When you look in the fossil record, there are members of the same family, the glyptodonts. If you read about glyptodonts, they were also large uh, armadillo-like creatures with the same kind of shell and so forth that are found in the fossil record, once again, mostly in South America, Central America. So what do we learn? about God from these things. Well, God created many kinds of creatures to fit in many kinds of uh, parts of his creation in the ecosystems that we have. So these are useful in terms of eating ants and other insects. They're destructive, however, when they get into fields. So you don't like them in your backyard, digging up your backyard, or if you're a farmer, you don't want them digging up your crops. So uh, they're a pest in that regard. Uh, in uh, research, you can read that they're also carriers of leprosy. They're, they have a very low body temperature, and so they're used in medical research to, to see how bacteria work, such as the one that causes leprosy, Hansen's disease. Uh, and so they tell you, don't handle them. So if you're out there in the wild, don't pick them up, don't handle them, be very careful. And if you have to handle them, wash your hands very thoroughly. Now, they said there are no reported cases of leprosy transmitted by armadillos in Missouri, but they still, it's in all the literature that leave them alone. Another really fascinating thing about these creatures is their reproductive cycle, because apparently the way they reproduce is they have, once you have a fertilized egg, it divides several times so that you're going to get several identical babies that are going to be born, and the mother can actually delay when she's going to have her babies until there's a time that's more suitable for the babies to be raised. And so when you read about their reproductive characteristics is kind of a unique thing that's different from other mammals and also from other kinds of animals that God has made. So when I reflect on the armadillo, as ugly as it is, I realize that, you know, God made many different creatures uh, and he made human beings in his own image to be, uh, have dominion over his visible creation.
And when I think about their armor, I think about how our Lord has given us the armor of God uh, to fight off the slings and arrows and assaults of the devil, you know. And so while we don't have the physical skin armor that an armadillo has, God has given us something better with uh, the shield of faith uh, to extinguish all the fiery arrows that the devil shoots at us and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, uh, the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, and so forth that are described in Ephesians. We have that to protect us. We didn't have to cross the Rio Grande as these little critters did, but the Lord gives us uh, something to cross, uh, as it were, crossing of the Red Sea, but that God parted mm-hmm. the sea so that the children of Israel could dr- walk across on dry land to get to the other side while their enemies were drowned in the depths of the sea. Uh, the crossing of the Jordan River also was miraculously accomplished by God so his people could inherit the promised land. And we know that through the waters of holy baptism, you know, we cross through and come into God's presence and, and our enemies are drowned behind us. We think of how God miraculously has provided everything we need for our life, and that we're born again. We look at the um, wonderful way that he has caused these creatures to reproduce, and God has given us that new birth that is ours in the waters of holy baptism, where we're brought to faith in Jesus, our sins are washed away. We're united to Christ, who died for us and rose again, and given that promise of everlasting life. So even look at this strange little animal, the armadillo. We are thinking of God as our wonderful, all-wise creator, as well as the one who redeemed us from sin and has made us his own. I have a uh, friend that I worked with at a radio station many, many years ago. He works for the Missouri Conservation Department now. He's one of their public relations media specialists, uh, Dan Zarlinga, and he writes many articles for that magazine as well. That is a really neat magazine that you referred to at the beginning. The Missouri Is it Missouri Conservation Magazine? Is that what it's called? It's called, called the Missouri Conservationist. Okay. The Mur- Missouri Conservationist, and if you Google that... Uh, whoever is listening and wherever you live. Uh, If you live in Missouri, you can subscribe to it for free. If you're outside of Missouri, I'm sure you can still subscribe. There may be some fee involved. But if you go to mdc.mo.gov slash conmag, that's their address uh, to find this online. Yeah, is there a picture of an armadillo on the online? Do you know? Uh, it's in the centerfold. The okay. centerfold has a big picture of the of the armadillo. The cover of this particular issue has a picture of a bee. Okay, and because there's a there, they have every every issue has information about creatures, great and small, uh, insects and birds, and uh, in this case, armadillo, uh, fish, and uh, they have things about all the different kinds of plants and how you can encourage, like butterflies and and others that perhaps are endangered, so that you can do things to help provide a suitable habitat for the various creatures that God has made that might be in your backyard or in the fields and woods around your home. So if anybody hasn't seen what an armadillo looks like, I encourage you to look it up. And uh, while you're listening to this podcast or, or this broadcast here, look it up and look how interesting these creatures really are. Now, Pastor, can you lead us in a prayer as we end our segment? I would be happy to do that. Let us pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, we praise you for all the things that you have made, even the armadillo, which is so unique in so many ways and shows your wonderful design and wisdom in designing every creature. But we thank you that you have made human beings in your own image to have dominion over all the works of your hands and that you gave your son Jesus to be born in our human likeness, to suffer death upon a cross and rise in victory on the third day, that we might have eternal life. 
And as the armadillo crossed the Rio Grande River, we thank you, O Lord, that we cross the River Jordan and are brought into your presence through the waters of holy baptism. Our sins are washed away. Our enemies are left behind. And we are now your children who look forward to an eternal inheritance in heaven where there is no more sin or sickness or pain or death, but where we will live in your presence in perfect joy forever because of Jesus, our Creator and our Redeemer. In his name we pray. Amen. Thanks, Warren. You're welcome. We are the messenger of good news. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash KFUO radio.